I'm being a girl. Please stop me. Welcome back to Teen Cockroach, a podcast about The Good Place, a comedy on NBC. This week, we're going to talk about episode nine of season two called Best Self. Joining me to talk about this episode is Sarah Gardner. Hello, Sarah. Hi. And Rachel Adelman. Hi, Rachel. Hey, everyone. And Javier Matusevich. Hello, Javier. Hello, friends. And I am Andrew Pontius. So doing our recap this week is Javier. So take it away, Javier. Okay. So our friends are planning to leave the miserable shirt hole they call the fake good place. <laughs> But Michael tells them that it's not simply that they have to just take a train, like on previous episodes, but to get to the real good place, they have to build a vehicle of some sort. So it's going to take a while. Our friends pressure Michael into doing stuff quicker, I guess. And he presents them with the magical balloon that he designed and Janet built after Michael had to enter his password on Childhood Pet, which is a, a ten-headed spider, which I thought was kind of funny. But they still have to get a hold of the controls of the vehicle. So our friends get together and talk about the memories in this fake but good place and what the future might hold for them, including a lot of frozen yogurt and diarrhea, castles with a moat, endless libraries, and their soulmates. So yeah, so one of the things about the... The balloon that was interesting, right, is that first, it seems like Michael's trying to sort of put them off, right? He's trying to keep them from actually actually leaving at all and certainly keep them from leaving very quickly. So at first he says, no, this is going to take a couple of days to, to put together. And he only sort of relents and, try, and puts it together as quickly as he can when everybody says something, right? As that that was... Yeah, he's stalling. Yeah, he's stalling, right? So they were kind of portraying that from, from the first minute. Of, of the episode, kind of threading that through. But I also thought it was funny that they were, when they were all saying what they were going to miss, right? Oh, no, no, no. They're saying what, what they were going to, what they expected to have in, in the, the real good place, right? So that was saying something about each of their predilections as to what they thought was the ultimate good to have or what they, what they really wanted. Eleanor wanted a beach and Tahani wanted separate houses with big moats and... <laughs> Uh, Jason wanted frozen yogurt and all everybody, and Chidi wanted a library. Library, right? <laughs> Eleanor really wanted her phone too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which, you know, I've been thinking about that watching the episodes of the show is that they really have done a good job of keeping it uh, contemporary. You could watch this show whenever you know thirty years down the road, and it doesn't seem out of place. When they do things like ground her to her phone, it, it makes it more timely. But then, you know, she goes ahead and, and mentions the Real Housewives, too. So there's got to be some stuff that's dated. But yes, she does really want her phone. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder, think about, they talk, I think later they mentioned that they've had 802 versions of themselves. So how long have they been dead? They've, it's got to be like 500 years now. Well, does time really pass the same way in True. these places as it does in the real world? Maybe no time has passed in the real world. Hmm. We don't know. Maybe. But yeah, they occasionally are. I think Tahani is the one who brings up some of the most topical references because she mentioned last week that uh, um, what's-his-face as, as Batman, right? And that's really, like, that's within the last year. Oh, yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck as Batman, So, so yeah. 
I think we lost Javier. <laughs> we lost Javier. So, um, do we have to? Oh, do we have to invite him? I don't think so. I think he'll. I don't know. Oh, there we go. There he is. Woo! Huh? Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> no time has passed. <laughs> like in the good place. Exactly. <laughs> All you've missed is trying to figure out what the ultimate shotgun is on a balloon, which is the top. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so we talked about that little discussion that they had before, uh, before Michael brings it back to the balloon and they go through that scale. And I think the last thing to to, uh, Javier, you were talking about, you know, the, the, where the, how the scale worked. I think another interesting place is when Eleanor kind of gets, Michael to talk about Eleanor and Chidi's relationship during version 119, because that's really, you know, that that's kind of a, a big emotional moment, I think, when Eleanor is ready to finally admit that this thing happened and that it had a big effect on her. Yeah, they're really playing the whole Chidi name on, on Eleanor, because when we have the the time when they're discussing what they're going to do in the future, Chidi talks about soulmates and everyone immediately feels bad for Eleanor. They're really playing that the whole episode. Yeah, so what do people think of sort of Eleanor's having Michael describe their relationship? I thought it was, you know, I thought it was, well, there were a lot of little jokes, right? Like Michael talks about, well, the restaurants were all kebab restaurants, right? That's the kind of thing that he remembers. Yeah, and gave him a pet lizard that kept pooping on them or something. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing they had. These are the kind of emotional touchstones of the episode when they kind of talk about these sorts of things because it's it's those sorts of emotions that you know all the rest of it's kind of fake and and whimsical and and weird for this world but you know those sorts of emotions are kind of the real thing and I think they're something that the episode likes to likes to highlight about these characters. Yeah, the thing Michael says it's the triggering thing for for Chidi to become yeah. in love with Eleanor is that she hands him a tissue before his knees. It's like anticipating something of his needs. But then the, so they, they go from that moment, but then they kind of have to move on. And Tahani is like, well, we should just, you know, we should send an advanced team to the good place, which <laughs> yeah. I thought was kind of funny. Like, she's like, no, I, I can make it. I can get in. Let me in. A bunch of weird stuff kind of happens with the scale and people fighting. And then Michael has to kind of admit. Janet breaks it. Janet breaks it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Because she's not her best self either. She's still in love with Jason. Apparently, love is a five-dimensional blob. <laughs> we can learn that. <laughs> well, it was really funny that, that Eleanor kind of calls out Janet. And says, "No, you mm. you really aren't. You aren't perfect. You aren't you aren't the best version of yourself because you have all these problems with with other characters." And it doesn't seem like Janet's quite ready to admit that to herself yet, which is an interesting thing for a not not girl, not robot to admit. <laughs> then Michael has to kind of admit when they're all kind of fighting and trying to figure out how to make it all work that the balloon is actually a fake, which is a direction I was not expecting that to go, and I thought they would. There would have to be something about, you know, everyone becoming their best self and then they'd all be able to get on the balloon and then they'd all go away. But nope, they kind of throw that that plot point kind of completely away. They just kind of say, nope, we're going to go in another direction here and say, no, you, you can't actually go there. It felt a little bit like the end of the first season where everything is turned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says the only way to get to the good place is to be a good person on Earth. Which, you know, is something that I'm not sure if it took him this long to realize that or if he knew it and he was just kind of trying anyway, which is really what they end up doing is continuing to try because that's what Eleanor yeah. 
explains is the only thing they can do. They have to try. But first they need to drink. <laughs> That's right. Just like any other sitcom ever, they just get drunk. Yeah, I think Michael uh, Michael believed the believe that that was the rule but still he he tried to cheat it because he's a demon but everything everyone gets angry at michael because he lied but he he explains the situation he explains that really he tried a, a billion plans and and it, he couldn't find a way to make it work because as sarah said i think you have to be a good person on earth to get to to the good place and on top of that ethics classes showed him that he was doing the wrong thing by lying. And, uh, well, everyone forgives Michael for what he did because in the end he was trying his best. Eleanor tells them to just get a drink and forget their problems. So they have like a, a little party. Jason and the Honey break up, which is kind of an emotional moment. I thought it was pretty pronounced that Jason says, long story short, it was all a dream. It <laughs> seemed like it was hitting us over the head with that. The whole Jason and Tahani thing... I don't know. I cared so much more about Eleanor and Chidi that it, it sort of passed me by. Hmm. I was kind of sad to see them end it because I, I liked them together. I think uh, Jason was really good for Tahani in a lot of ways. Well, it kind of feels like Jason is still good for Tahani because she's kind of getting herself to admit that she can't know what, that she can't sort of be in a relationship with someone to fix herself. She has to, she has to do that herself. She can't go to a manager. Of course, that comes in, that, that comes back later, that, that kind of uh, reference or that kind of logic. But she's saying it in terms of, well, she can't, demand to talk to the manager about herself because it's just her and just having her be able to admit that to herself in kind of a very relaxed environment where no one's judging her and she's among friends it it really does feel like she's made a lot of progress kind of this year in becoming a better person and it just felt all oh, you know they were just kind of sitting there and like, like talking and jason was doing his usual crazy stuff you know again it just felt like a real positive kind of vibe of their discussion. It has been a, a tough journey for Tahani, but this one is a, a good episode for her. Yeah, right. And then the Eleanor and Chidi discussion as well, which is just hysterical, right? Because they're both drunk and they're both doing that thing <laughs> where they're talking a little bit more more, more uh, uh, honestly than they otherwise would when you're, when you're a little drunk. And then, you know, Eleanor says, roundabout way, she kind of comes around and says, well, yeah, I have feelings for you, Chidi. And that was just great. And then what Chidi says next is just so... So great. I love how he phrases his description <laughs> of himself. What what is he saying? Was that that where he talks about how he wishes they had met in a normal way, like at a philosophy conference or at a philosophy class he was teaching yeah. or when she came to his office to ask him for help in philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. She's like that's what you think normal is? <laughs> and he's like I don't know what normal is. I'm a nerd. Yeah. But I think one thing he says is that his brain is like the sound a fork makes in the garbage disposal. Like that's his brain yeah. all the time. That that mm -hmm. was just a wonderful metaphor for him, you know, panicking and and making the wrong decisions constantly and, and everything like that. It was really kind of mm -hmm. neat. And again, they're just kinda they're just kinda chalking, you know, it's it's all relaxed. There's no real time yeah. pressure. And they just can can admit these things about themselves. I just I just I just really love that conversation. Yeah, it's the end of the world, so what gives? Well, and then they toast each other. Eleanor's a scrappy little auto mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So, so Janet gives her toast where she says, I don't normally give toasts. And then she stops. So that was funny. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and Janet will confess to being a straight up hottie. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not a robot <laughs> she may or not a, girl. Be a robot, not a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but she is attractive. Yeah, they toast Michael because he's the one that maybe has improved the most because the bar was so low. The mm-hmm. bar is too low to fail. And then uh, I liked uh, Eleanor starts going on about how they would never get in and starts doing the list and lists off all the bad things about Tahani. <laughs> <laughs> Tahani's like, is this all me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tahani seems pretty okay about, you know, people were kind of making, you know, gentle fun of her a couple of times in this episode and she just, you know, she's just laughing it off. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think this is where Chidi says, or actually Eleanor says that she forgives Michael for the things that he's done. And they give him his human starter kit. (laughs) Car keys. Car keys, band-aids. Right. Car keys, yeah. And and Dr. Oz diet book. I think that was one of them. Band-aids for their fragile bodies. (laughs) (laughs) A stress ball that someone would have gotten from work. (laughs) Right. So I think there's always this point in in these episodes where they kind of, you know, make fun of something, you know, kind of ancillary to to the whole episode. And this felt like them sort of making fun of I guess like human patterns or, or especially like sort of work, work things. Yeah. I don't know. I just made fun of a whole bunch of things in sequence. It's just kind of funny. And if you're going to have something as formulaic, but weird as a drunk night, then it has to have a dance party. <laughs> mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Janet has the best moves. <laughs> oh, was she dancing? I, did, I, th- I don't think I caught what she was doing. Her feet just kind of glide. Yeah. Dancing, and then they slow danced, and yeah, there was some good Eleanor cheaty moment there near the end of their dancing. I liked watching mm-hmm. them. She looked like she was gonna cry. <laughs> they were dancing together, and he grabbed her hand. Yeah, they they are having a, a picnic, kind of by the moonlight, and having fun. And suddenly, a message from Sean arrives. Send Michael to destroy everything and that the train will arrive tomorrow and they have to hunt the, the humans who will be tortured like soup. <laughs> yes, autocorrect even affects demons in, in hell. Yeah. Be tortured soup. <laughs> they all talk about what they think the bad place will be for them. Mm-hmm. And Jason Aww. thinks it's somewhere where the beat just never drops. Yeah. <laughs> Skrillex concert waiting for the bass to drop, and it never comes. Never comes. Uh. Poor thing. Poor he looks so sad about that, too. Like, it would be the wor- that's the worst thing he can imagine. Right, so for, for Eleanor, it's camping. And yeah, then for, camping. For Chidi, I thought this was hilarious, where he says, I basically turn every place I go into hell, so I'm going to have a lot of options as to exactly what hell will be for me. And then what was Tahani? I think she said like Swiss Alps, right? Yes, Swiss in, Alps in, in autumn. autumn. <laughs> the off season. <laughs> <laughs> so great, yeah. And that actually triggers the next scene, really, because they shook around about how Tahani will run the place and be the manager, and that's where she figures out they have to call the manager. Right. So Tahani finally, she's drunk, right? And she says, well, why don't we just call the manager? Isn't there this judge? That, that you talked about that we could go to. And then Michael talks about all the ways that it would be difficult to, to do that, right? And I think there's a portal 
there's a portal in a bad place and they have to go through there and still the judge doesn't take many cases so they have to convince him to take it and then they have to win their unvincible case so it's pretty hard odds Eleanor tells them to do it anyway and and Michael finds out finds out what what makes humans real really that the <laughs> attempting of something impossible and failing spectacularly it's just stupid enough to be human and and, mm. and I think it, it it's a Attempting something impossible with like unearned confidence or something. Oh, and yeah. Failing yeah, that's spectacularly. Right. You're confident it's going to work, but you fail mm. spectacularly. Sounds pretty human to me. It, mm-hmm. it really does. Well, and it's funny because it's also the plot of just about every sort of adventure story ever, right? The, you know, impossible odds and crazy obstacles, but, you know, they're going to, they're going to overcome it. Yeah. And, you know, no. The hero's journey. Yeah. So now we get we get the hero's journey with our characters, which is hysterical and I was I was not ready. I was not ready for suddenly this show, which was basically about different iterations of, you know, Michael's version of, of the bad place slash good place, is now suddenly going to go in a completely different direction, literally in a different direction. We're gonna finally get to the bad place. Yeah, we're not. They have to say had to say goodbye to everything. Watching yep. Eleanor and Chidi saying goodbye to the oh, awful yeah. modernist cloud house. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor s- seemed sad to say goodbye to the creepy clowns this time. What if they get to the bad place and the houses look like that? <laughs> I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if that bit where they all say, well, "This is what this is what I think of as being the bad place." If that's kind of our first glimpse of what the bad place is, the bad place is still people getting tortured by their worst fears. But the demons have all made it sound like it's really just your your average physical torture. Physical torture, right? Yeah, the uh, flames and and what are the various jokes that they made? You know, bears the and spiders, three headed bear yeah, or something. Yeah. Or <laughs> I think was in the first episode when they could hear the bad place. (laughs) But, you know, I think it's obvious that they're not going to try to replicate that, you know, sort of have special effects to kind of show us all these things that they've been joking about. So it's got to be something different, but I just, I just don't know. So, so what do people think the the bad place is actually going to look like when we see it next episode? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. This is one where I honestly have no clue what it's going to look like from here on out because we won't even have any of the sets We've seen already. Maybe they'll wind up in the offices of the demons, but other than that, mm. I can't imagine any of the sets we've seen already would come back. What's the title of next week? Does anybody know? I think uh. next week's the one that's four different names, I think. Oh. Those are their they're fake w- names because they're supposed they're to probably, walk through the bad place they have in to plain walk through sight. The bad, yeah, I would bet that that's what that is now. <laughs> I think I think that's next week's um I forget what they what the names were, but um one was Diana cuz I thought for sure that would have been Tahani. <laughs> Rhonda, Diana, Jake and Trent. <laughs> well, but why do they have to pretend to be someone else if they have to walk? Yeah, walk through the bad place without attracting attention and getting tortured. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I will be really curious what what their tactics will be because 
if they're in the bad place and they're human, they should be getting tortured no matter what. So mm-hmm. how could be pretending to be someone else? I mean, maybe they'll be pretending to be demons. I don't know. I wonder maybe. if Janet will have to pretend to be bad Janet. <laughs> yes, bad Janet got put, placed into the marble. Yeah. Poor bad yeah. Janet. Yeah. Just like Twin <laughs> Peaks with a little gold thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've seen Janet. Janet seems to be a lot more lively. Like even this time around, she seemed very sort of human-esque. She had emotions, but she doesn't seem to have uh, very much otherwise. And so, yeah, it would be really interesting seeing her character now. Well, but she's not supposed to lie either, though. So I guess we'll Mm -hmm. see. Guess we'll see. (laughs) Yep, they're all headed away on the train and bye-bye to our good place. (laughs) I don't know how they're going to afford the graphics next week if it if it is a lot of like bad place stuff. Right. Well, I I did really like yeah the graphics were here like with the whole place being sort of torn down and and split out into little little pieces to get to get swept away. That was kind of neat. It, and it was kind of neat to see their the characters' reactions to it and them kind of mm-hmm. saying goodbye. It was just really it was really emotional. Yeah. They were kind of sad. Like sort of emotional and, and just sort of all changing. It was just really unexpected to me that they were just going to change things up quite like that uh, during this episode. So, well done. We have three episodes left till the end of the season. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to end this season, but... We'll have to meet the judge, and I'm right. trying to think of who I would want to be the judge. Uh, I mean... <laughs> John Goodman is good at everything. <laughs> I bet that information is probably available if you wanted to find it online, but I'm, I'm not sure. sure I want to find it yet. I, I think I might want to be surprised by it. So. Does Meryl Streep do TV? <laughs> <laughs> that would be neat. Uh, yeah, dream, dream casting of the good place, Judge. <laughs> but maybe we won't see them at the end of this season. Maybe they'll get to the portal or something, and then it'll pick up next season with the Judge. Who knows? So we do know they're getting a third season, so we do. Hmm. Although I think I think we're going to see. I think we're going to get some things resolved. Like again, they've been going through plot pretty quickly. This this last couple of episodes, so I don't think they're going to leave us hanging. I think they're. I think we'll see the judge. I all right. I'm going to make a bet that I think we'll see the judge by the end of the next episode. Hmm. They have an awful lot to do before they get there, though. They do, but I bet the trip is next week. And, and again, I could yeah. be wrong, but I bet May- the trip is next week, yeah. and then they get to it. Hmm? It. I think if we see the judge this season, it'll either be at the end of next episode or the very beginning. Of the following episode, kind of like how it um, the break ended with like Sean arriving, but we didn't get any action from Sean until the next episode. Right. I'm gonna take a crazy guess, and I'm gonna say they're going to be the whole next episode in the train traveling to to the real bad place and having interpersonal drama. Hmm. That could be interesting. Could be, yeah. There are too many episodes left, otherwise. Mm, three episodes, it's really not that long. No, but where the, where can they go from now? Without stepping into the plot for season three. Yeah. 
Well, I guess like the next the next episode, they get the whole way through the bad place, and then they have to go to the judge, and maybe they end up in the good place by the end of the <laughs> season. Who knows? Uh, and season three year. is actually in the good place. <laughs> that could be interesting. And they somehow ruin it because they're not really supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, next week's Rhonda, Diana, Jake, and Trent, and then the the following week is called the burrito, which I have no clue what <laughs> yeah, that means. No clue. <laughs> uh, well, that's good, right? Because then you're not like, well, this is just something boring and something that I could anticipate. They are really surprising us. Yeah. The titles don't really give too much away in the these episodes. Right. Well, I mean, the last one that really explained things was sort of Derek. So you knew that it was going to be about Derek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> you met, we met Derek at the end of the, the end previous of, yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. All righty. So I'll uh, say goodbye to everybody. So Javier, thanks for, for your thoughts. Thanks for the recap tip this week. Goodbye, guys. Uh, Rachel, nice talking with you this week. Have a good night, everyone. And Sarah, uh, thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, and we'll see you all next time.